unbelievable defense by Josh Okoge. Wolves cast, audio on demand. Beasley rocks it again, straight away and hits. Malik Beasley, welcome to the Wolves. On the left side, the lane goes up on Towns. Towns blocked the shot. He goes up strong and rejects Anthony Davis. They are ecstatic over on the Wolves bench as Ryan Saunders has won his coaching debut. Welcome inside another episode of Wolves Cast here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. I am Cal Soderquist with you as always and coming to you from our NBA Tonight studios here in Minneapolis where it's going to be a busy weekend for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Set to play two fun matchups here this weekend at the Target Center. First on Friday, they will host the Orlando Magic and then an outstanding Sunday afternoon matinee matchup with Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans should be a couple of Great crowds here at the Target Center over the weekend. On this week's show, we've got a packed show for you. Coming up a little bit later, we will preview that matchup with the New Orleans Pelicans. Alan Horton sat down with point guard D'Angelo Russell to talk the Pels, their rookie Phenom Zion, and check in with D'Lo on how things have gone thus far. He's been here in Minneapolis a little less than a month since that deadline day acquisition. In this week's episode, we will also debut what we hope will become a weekly feature throughout the month of March. We're calling it March Memories, and of course, for many basketball fans, this month is as good as it gets. Not only for the NBA action, where teams will likely ramp up their playoff pushes as the postseason fast approaches, but also, of course, the NCAA's March Madness, the annual NCAA tournament and all the chaos that ensues, it is quickly upon us. And what we're going to do is check in with several of these Timberwolves players and relive some of their NCAA tournament memories, whether that means deep tournament runs, memorable individual performances, or anything in between. We'll try to check in with several of the guys and relive some of those March memories here on the podcast. But before we get to any of that, we are looking back at a pair of Wolves victories. Yeah, for the first time this season, Minnesota able to sweep a back-to-back set. It started down in New Orleans. The Wolves were set to get their first look at Zion Williamson up close and personal, but more importantly, Minnesota trying to bounce back after a 20-point home loss to the Dallas Mavericks. Let's jump into the action down in New Orleans. Here is Timberwolves radio play-by-play voice, Alan Horton. Timberwolves will bring it up here from right to left. D'Angelo Russell, he's got five of the Wolves' nine points. Another Wolves turnover. Ingram makes the steal, drives to the bucket, and lays it in for two. And now a Wolves Wolves force a turnover as Ball got stripped. Ball able to get it back, and now here's Zion to the rim and a two-handed monster jam. Zion didn't have to work very hard for that. Now D'Angelo Russell into the front court. His pass picked off. Lonzo Ball with the steal. Lob to midcourt. Here's Hart on the move. Top of the key. Down the lane. Lob to the rim. And Zion Williamson hammers it through for another alley-oop dunk. His third of the first half. 51-45. Back the other way. Nas Reed steps in front of a bounce pass headed for Brandon Ingram. Pelicans turn it over. McLaughlin to Reed. Right angle three. Got it. Nas Reed drains the triple. Just the fourth triple of the game for the Timberwolves. Three-point game, and Alvin Gentry wants a timeout. 
Puts it on the deck against McLaughlin. Backs him down into the paint. Now lobs it for Zion Williamson. That ball poked free. Zion comes up hobbling just a bit. Here's Malik Beasley back the other way in transition. Step through to the rim. Lays it in for two. And the Wolves have taken the lead. 52-51. Guarded by Holiday at the three-point line. Cross court. Beasley catch and shoot. Three on the way is good. Another triple for Malik Beasley. His second of the half. He's up to 14 points. He leads the Timberwolves in scoring. Here's Zion on the move, top of the key, runs down the lane to the rim, layup good. Nas sitting on four fouls, didn't want to commit a fifth, and Zion has just put the hometown Pelicans up by six. Good pump fake, moves to his left, fires on the three, it's short, Beasley collects the rebound. Malik's on the move, a two would tie it, a three would put him in front, here's D'Lo, right side, catch and shoot, three is there. He had missed five of his first six from beyond the arc, he drains this one, Timberwolves by one. 120 to 119. Now hands off to a Kogi. Josh turns the corner in the lane, runs it up off glass and hit it for two more. 129, 122. A seven point Timberwolves lead with 419 left. Things starting to tighten up over on that Pelicans sideline. The crowd is into it. Here's James Johnson on the roll inside, hesitates, out, lays it in as the defenders went flying by. Zion Williamson and Holiday may have collided and both tumbled past James Johnson, who then laid it up and in. Ball to the corner, it's Ingram. He'll turn fire on the three. It's short, Nas Reed, the rebound. That's gonna do it. The horn will sound here in New Orleans, and the Timberwolves have come in and stunned the Pelicans, who are in the playoff hunt. Just three games back of eighth place Memphis entering tonight. But the Wolves down by six early in the fourth quarter. Storm back, and they cruise to the win tonight, 139-134. James Johnson is going to join us on the post-game show. James, congratulations. How'd Thank that, you. How'd that one feel? Oh, man, they all feel great. They all feel great, man. There's no moral victories in this league. No matter how great we've been playing, um, we've still been losing. And, and when you finally connect and put everything together, communication was great tonight. Just shows what we can do. This game went back and forth. Momentum, I thought, swung so many different times. Kind of like the Orlando game. It went back and forth. You guys were down by six. It's just Is that just kind of proof that you guys have to, you know, keep keep fighting, keep fighting. It's a 48-minute game, and these, these games have swings like Absolutely. that. Absolutely, and, 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 you know, normally on teams like this, situations like, like what we are with our record, you know, teams is just playing to play. Like, we're really playing to build some, and every time you play the Timberwolves this year, next year, you're you going to have to fight. Yeah, you certainly love hearing that from James Johnson and what a night he had in that victory over the Pels. 19 points, 6 boards, 5 dimes, and you can hear it, but he has quickly become a vocal leader in that locker room. All right, so the Wolves got the job done on the front end of the back-to-back -back with that impressive win over the Pels, but then they had to hurry up and fly home, set to host the Chicago Bulls here at the Target Center less than 24 hours later. No Zach Levine in this matchup, so a shorthanded Bulls squad taking on the Wolves, but Minnesota still needing to take care of business on the second end of the back-to-back. -back. Let's now dive into that matchup. Average is close to a steal and a half per game. That's still with it across the lane, shuffles it out to Kobe White, catch and shoot three on the way is good. He's now got seven, and he has not missed from the field. Crosses over on Valentine, attacks to the rim and scores it for two. What a play by J-Mac. Made the steal, tracked it down. Now James Johnson pokes it away from Sadoransky. J-Mac with it a lot to the rim. Oh, James Johnson hammers it through with two hands. Back-to-back -back steals for the Timberwolves defense, and they cash it in. And the emphatic slam by James Johnson. 
Chicago turns it over. Wolves on the move. D'Angelo Russell behind his back, dropping it for Beasley, who rocks the rim with the right hand. What a setup by D'Angelo Russell. Russell with it up top. Works on Harrison. Cross court, Hernan Gomez. Now to Beasley at the angle. Catch and shoot three is there. Beasley knocks down another three. It's his third of the night. That's now six straight games where Beasley has had three or more threes. Timberwolves with their largest lead of the game. They're up six. Culver baseline right onto Lowry Market and up top to J-Mac to the elbow. Back out to Reed, wide open. The big man lets fly and hits. Nas Reed from beyond the arc. He's three for three tonight. 16 points, 11 rebounds. Timberwolves back up to a nine-point advantage. Jordan McLaughlin, Malik Beasley, James Johnson, Wancho, Hernan Gomez, and Josh Akogi on the floor. Here's J-Mac on the attack, down the lane, and he rocks the rim with two hands. Well, the C's parted, and J-Mac takes advantage. Here's James Johnson on the perimeter, off to D'Angelo Russell. He'll fire on a three and stroke it. That makes 19 made threes tonight for the Timberwolves. They are a plus nine in three-pointers made. Important sounds here at Target Center. The Wolves have come away with a 115-108 victory. For the first time since early January, they have won back-to-back -back games. They knocked down 19 made threes here tonight. Third highest total for them this season. They got 24 points from Malik Beasley. They had five, six players in double figures. Another double-double for Nas Reed here tonight. And the Wolves win by seven. Wancho, congratulations on the win. You guys are starting to feel it's been 11 games now since you, you were acquired and, and a lot of the guys on the team. How do you feel like you guys have progressed chemistry-wise and cohesion-wise? I mean, I think, I think we are in the right direction. Uh, we have a lot of things to keep better, but, uh, you know, back-to-back uh, -back wins is, is huge for us. The way like we compete, the way like we trust each other and compete each other, uh, 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 great things are uh, coming, you know. A second straight impressive performance for the Minnesota Timberwolves and securing back-to-back -back victories, consecutive victories for the first time since early January. So certainly a great way to start off this three-game Timberwolves homestand. All right, time for a quick break here on Wolves Cast. When we come back, we will debut March Memories. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it here on the Timberwolves Radio Network. Join the Minnesota Timberwolves for Family Day at every Sunday home game this season. Each Family Day will include $5 kids meals, cool kid giveaways, post-game free throws on the court, and more. Don't miss out on all the fam fun going down at Target Center. Visit Timberwolves.com for more info. Welcome back inside Wolves Cast. Cal Soderquist here with you. Still to come, voice of the Wolves, Alan Horton, will rejoin the program. He'll sit down with point guard D'Angelo Russell to discuss both the upcoming opponent for Minnesota, the New Orleans Pelicans, and check in with D'Lo on how things have gone. He's nearly a month in to his time here with the Wolves. But right now, we're tipping off our March Memories feature. We hope this will become a weekly feature throughout this month where we chat with Timberwolves players about their favorite collegiate memories, some deep tournament runs, some big-time individual performances, and we're starting with a great one. Big man Carl Anthony Towns. Many of you will remember, Cat, a part of that 2014-15 Kentucky Wildcats team that really a part of history. They went a perfect 31-0 in their regular season the best start in their school's history. They ended up 38-1. and You'll probably recall a painful loss in the Final Four to that Wisconsin Badgers team. But 
Cat and his Wildcat teammates still made history. Their 38-1 record, the best by a team that did not go undefeated. Their 38 wins also matched the 2012 Kentucky team for most in Division I history. It was a roster loaded with talent, not just Carl Anthony Towns, but also freshman standouts Devin Booker, Trey Lyles, Tyler Eulis, Willie Cauley-Stein, also a starter on that team. So obviously loaded with talent. They blitzed their way through the regular season had that unforgettable Midwest Regional Final matchup with Notre Dame that uh, many have said would be one of the better college matchups of all time. And Carl Anthony Towns coming up big in that matchup. And then, of course, the heartbreak. The loss to the Badgers in that Final Four, a devastating way to finish a historic season. But despite the heartbreak, Carl Anthony Towns says he has nothing but great memories of his season at Kentucky. When I remember when I was in UK, uh, I just had a ball. Uh, I was having a lot of fun. Uh, we were winning a lot. Uh, we were enjoying the fruits of our labor. Uh, great coaching staff, the atmosphere, the fans. BBN was the best. Um, so it made me so happy to be at uh, Kentucky. And uh, it's one of the years I cherish in my life so much. And he said confidently it's a year that prepared him to become the player he is now at the professional level. UK prepared me for the NBA. He gave me the tools I needed to be the best player I could be. Without UK, I don't know if I'll be the same player at all that I am now. Uh, Coach Calipari, Coach Kenny Payne, Robes, uh, everybody there at the coaching staff, they've done such a great job of uh, helping me become the player that I wanted to be and teaching me how to win. Yeah, they certainly did plenty of that during Cat's season at Kentucky. Big thanks to Cat for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed this March Memories feature. We'll try to continue it each and every week here on this podcast throughout the month of March. Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the show next. Alan Horton will sit down with point guard D'Angelo Russell right after this. Rep the pack and get your hands on everything Timberwolves at the Timberwolves Team Store located on the Skyway level of Target Center. Shop the latest apparel like jerseys, hats, and on-court gear, and even purchase special memorabilia. Visit TimberwolvesTeamStore.com or stop by the Team Store at Target Center today. Welcome back inside the show. Final segment time now. Timberwolves getting set for a fun weekend here at the Target Center. It begins Friday night, Wolves going to welcome in the Orlando Magic and then the big one on Sunday, a matinee matchup with Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. Second time in less than a week, these two teams will see each other. And to close out the show, our very own Wolves radio play-by-play voice, Alan Horton, recently caught up with point guard D'Angelo Russell. They discussed a variety of topics but began their convo with that Pelicans club and how great that rookie phenom has looked. What have been your impressions of the big man so far? Oh, he's been him. Um, you know, the question you have when guys, you know, come out of college, one and done, young age or whatnot, you, you, you question, is it going to translate? So far, it's been translating for him, so super excited about that. Have you met him at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have the same agent, actually. So um, seeing his process and seeing how they're, you know, taking care of him and, you know, handling his business on and off the court. He's it's, it's definitely, you know, taking part on the court. He's doing well for himself. Seems like they have a pretty potent offense with him inside. You've got Alonzo uh, Ball setting people up. You've got uh, Drew Holiday. And, of course, Brandon Ingram, your former teammate, doing a little bit of everything this year. Yeah, uh, super excited for Brandon. I think, um, you know, he's coming into his own. You know, he's being the player that he's always been, you know, just with experience. Lonzo as well. I think Lonzo's playing really well leading that team. You know, I feel like he's the head of the snake, really, you know, getting those guys where they need to be and, and putting them in the best position to be them. 
feel like the chemistry since you got here has been come along a little quicker at the offensive end than defensive? I don't really want to put a nail on that. I think um, we're in the process of just trying to win every day. You know, trying to, like I say every time, dissect every day and, and be the best we can versus trying to go from game to game and, and feel like we're hitting touchdowns. We understand it's a process and we're just all two feet in with it. In Golden State, you had some key injuries, guys out. Here, you've only played one game, 25 minutes with Cat so far. How frustrating has this season been for you? Not frustrating at all. It's part of this, it's part of the process. I think uh, what we're trying to build here, we need everybody to be healthy to do it and be somewhat successful at it. So if Cat needs to take his time and get right, we're all for it. And um, Golden State, it was what it was. I think those guys needed that rest, you know, to come back next year and, you know, give the league a run. How hopeful are you that you get Cat back here and you can kind of see how all these pieces fit together? I'm excited. I'm excited, but um, it's part of the, it's part of the the game. You know, injuries are part of the game. So if he's not healthy, there's no rush to be back. Describe to fans what it's like when you when you hit maybe four, five, six shots in a row. You get in that zone, that rhythm offensively. What does that feel like? I feed off the fans. Uh, once I hit two or three shots in a row, and I and I hear the fans kind of on their toes, they're not sitting down. They're they're excited and they're engaged with us. Makes me want to play for them and make the next one. You know. Um, and then that, 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 that does something for the defense, too. They know that I'm coming down trying to make that next one for the fans and for myself. But when I pump fake and get off of it and one more to another guy, he makes a shot. That's a winning play as well. How have the Twin Cities treated you so far? It's been great. It's been great. Um, just in, in general, all around, I think um, it's been great. They open me. They, they welcome me with open arms, like I said, since day one. So I'm, 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 getting, I'm unpacking my bags here. All right, excellent stuff there from D'Lo, and it's great to hear that he's settling in here in Minneapolis. Again, been here less than a month, but certainly looking comfortable on the floor with uh, his teammates as they start to string together some victories. Remember, tickets still available, but going fast for this homestand this weekend. Scoop them up while you still can at Timberwolves.com. Thanks for tuning in this week. We will talk again this time next week right here on WolvesCast on the Timberwolves Radio Network.